If what you said is true, Mark Withers and the Nerd Cage could be dangerous. Hello and welcome. That's right. You're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York. And he is always with us here at Nerd Cage Live, but you never see him. But emerging from the Brotherhood of Shadow, the official Nerd Cage Live moderator, Joe from Fallen One Gaming. How are you, sir? I'm great, Jay. How are you doing? Hey, excited to be here. We know we're here. To, we're here to talk about Mortal Kombat. We're going to be ranking all the games from top to bottom. But before we get to that, I just want to say, say a big shout out and thanks to Master Daniel Piscina, who's the original Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Reptile, Noomsay, Bot, and Smoke, as well as Anthony Marquez, who is the original Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat 2 and 3. They've been wonderful supporters on Nerd Cage Live, and we've had them as guests on our show. We cannot wait to have them back. And of course, please pick up Kung Fu Rockstar Anthony Marquez's book. And of course, another big shout out to Anthony Marquez and this awesome uh, shirt that he sent to me, as well as an autograph. So thank you very much. And of course, before we get started, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, as you can see, I am a gamer, PlayStation through and through. Yep. Uh, Mortal Kombat. What do you got is against Nintendo my... or Xbox? Uh, let's just let's just say I, I'm I'm a gamer of all fields. PlayStation just happens to be number one in my book. But as I was saying, uh, Mortal Kombat, one of my favorite games. Been playing it ever since the first one. Can't get enough of it. And that's why we are here today. Absolutely. And fun fact, Joe and I, we uh, grew up in the same time. We went to school together. And one of the things we always did after school is we played Mortal Kombat. Whether it was old, whatever old school game it was or new school, we were, we were playing the game straight through together. And that's why I couldn't think of a better person to chop it up with and rank all the Mortal Kombat games t together. Yes, sir. Many tournaments, many tournaments. Yes. <laughs> many fighters have fallen. Many challenges have been beaten. And we've been testing our might for the longest time. And this is just, this is awesome. Uh, we figured we'd put this video out because this week, the Mortal Kombat movie comes out in theaters and on HBO Max this coming Friday. And we just want to get this out there. Yes, sir. I cannot wait for that watch party. Speaking of watch party, April 29th, we're doing a Nerd Cage Live Mortal Kombat watch party of the new movie with Master Daniel Piscina, Titan Goji, Daikaiju Tony, and of course, Dion from Off the Beaten Podcast. We really hope everyone can be there for that. Again, a unique opportunity to watch the new movie with Master Daniel Piscina, who created the game. So that's going to be really, really awesome. We cannot wait. Have your calendars marked and be there. So let's get right to it. We're going to rank like all like the main games and the main spin-offs. We're not going to do any like the mobile games or like the or the remakes on like uh, handheld systems. We're going to go through the 14 main games and spin-offs. Start with number 14. We're going to we're going to start with the booty sauce of the list. Number 14, <laughs> Mortal Kombat Special Forces on PlayStation 1. This one's actually so far down on my list. <laughs> I haven't even played it. <laughs> it is so bad. And you know, what's, you know what's really what's really disheartening is this game could have been good. This is one of those games that kind of suffered from a uh, time crunch and 
so for those who don't know, More Combat Special Forces is a prequel to the first game where you play as Jax and you're hunting down the Black Dragon. But originally, Sonya was in the game too. Well, unfortunately, due to the time crunch and whatever else happened, that they uh, they kind of rushed the game out. And at the end of the day, a terrible product came out. And as you know, it's NetherRealm Studios and Ed Boon rarely ever speak of it. But we're yeah. here to speak of it. <laughs> and it's also always... kind of, it's very hard to just take one aspect of the game, especially when you're only focusing on one group in one realm. It, it basically cornered itself from the rest of the game, which already is a recipe for disaster. It was stale, it was goofy, the music was bad, the sound effects were bad. Like, there's, there's no redeeming quality to this game, and that's why we have this ranked at the bottom. Number 13, we're going with another Mortal Kombat spinoff. This one could have been great, and I feel like this one kind of does deserve a proper remake. And that is Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero on PlayStation 1 and Nintendo 64. Joe, do you remember this one? This one I do remember. Uh, I always wanted to play it. I, I don't know why I never got around to it. I don't, I don't think I had the system that it was available on at the time. It, it did pique my interest back in the day. And it still does. And uh, if, you, if what you say is true and it's a disappointment, it does deserve a remake because anything Sub-Zero deserves a remake. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The story was there. The cutscenes weren't half bad. Back in 1996-1997, uh, Midway split up into two groups. One group was working on Mortal Kombat 4, and one group was working on Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero. And there was some crossover points in both of their stories. So that's what I was going to get at, that like the story was there. Not only that we had the, the origins of Sub-Zero and Scorpion, but it was our first time seeing Quan Chi. It was our first time seeing Shinnok. It was our first time seeing Fujin, who Anthony Marquez played, by the way. So again, the story elements were there, but the gameplay was booty sauce. And the, one of the main gripes with it was you had to hit a button to turn around. Like, ah. that was like the main gripe. And of course, the levels were extremely difficult and the controls weren't exactly the greatest. But again, I think this game deserves a proper remake with better controls and, you know, better graphics and everything else. I'm, I'm all personally for it. I think, again, as big as Sub-Zero the character has become, it definitely needs uh, a remake. Yeah, and anything where you're taking Lin Kuei and Shirai Ryu and dragging out the past and showing the rivalry between the two of them, it's just great in my book. And one more shout out to uh, more Combat Mythologies. It was also an introduction to one of my favorite characters too, Serena. Yeah, she, they need to revive that character for sure. At number 12, we have Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, AKA Mortal Kombat 5, which was released on Xbox, PlayStation 2, and GameCube. Joe, your thoughts? This was another good one. I do like the, the alliance between Shang Tsung and Quan Chi. It was great. I love the uh, the towering factor of those two. Liu Kang dying in the game was a shock to everyone. Yep. So it's just it's just great writing in my in my view. No, okay, I agree with you. The story was definitely there for me. It was the shock of the entire new uh, gameplay mechanics, which turned me off. The game felt slow. 
I didn't like the changing of the fighting styles too much. The lack of special moves and the lack of fatalities was such a letdown. Not to mention that game was one of the worst fatalities ever. The one I remember you laughing at. Quan yeah. Chi <laughs> pulling the knack, doing the giraffe thing. I just felt the game overall wasn't good. It felt so slow compared to like Mortal Kombat 4. And just, again, the story was there. And fun, fun fact, um, I pre-ordered the game back in the day. And I pre-ordered the player's guide. And the player's guide arrived like several days before the game did. So I knew the story of Liu Kang dying. <laughs> oh, wow, so you got I was, spoiled. <laughs> I was spoiled and I was ready for it. And don't get me wrong, the opening cinematic was freaking awesome. And the endings were good. And hell, even the conquest mode where you learn to play as every character and they give like some more tid story tidbits. I like that. And of course, this introduced us to the crypt. And the music was phenomenal. Yes. But and, and I think that's what that's what really got me onto it is uh, the, the story and the music and stuff like that. The experimental stuff that they did, it was kind of hit or miss. So yeah. I can understand why it would turn you off a little bit from it. It's still only in the middle of where I would put it in my list anyway. But uh, it, I do I did like the story and the, the, the alliances that were made in it. At number 11... Mortal Kombat Armageddon, a.k.a. Mortal Kombat 7, which was released on PlayStation 2, GameCube, and Xbox. So this game had a lot of great features, and of course the gameplay mechanics were better because this gave us air combos, you could jump higher, and every character had one fighting style and a weapon. And I actually kind of like that, where the game completely missed the creative fatality hated it there was no fatalities in the game it was that creative fatality feature and i also didn't like the fact that like there was no storyboards for each character and everybody's ending was very lackluster so joe do you, uh, what do you remember from mortal kombat armageddon this one i actually missed i was involved in other things at the time um so i never actually got to play it i did get to see bits and pieces yeah and from what i saw i mean i wasn't exactly impressed to tag up to what you just said, I think one of the problems was this was like the end of the PlayStation 2 Xbox era. Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 were already out when this game came out. So it was kind of yeah. like an old, old generation game at the time when it was released. Yeah, but, I think I think in my in my experience, what, what had happened is uh, I switched over to the dark side for a while and went to Xbox 360. Um, that was the only time that I actually, I was I jumped on the Xbox bandwagon at the time. 360 was the one system in Xbox that I put over PlayStation any day. It wasn't available on that system, I don't believe. On a positive note, it was cool at the time to see all the characters come back, but it was really disheartening when there was like a lack of story. I did like the conquest mode, where you play, play as Taven, that was great. Yes. Then the motor combat, which was like the Mortal Kombat Mario Kart minigame. Yes, I remember I like that. that. So remember there, there were some positives coming out of it, but I feel like like coming off with Deception and Shaolin Monks, this game was definitely, definitely, definitely a letdown. And at the time, 
this was supposed to be the last Mortal Kombat game, but you and I both know in the back of our minds that there's no way. Yeah, there was no chance of that. <laughs> now, at number 10, very controversial for me and for everybody else, but at number 10, and people who ranked this as like the worst game ever, I can't get myself to do that, but at number 10, I have Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, which was released on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. And it was also the eighth Mortal Kombat game. Joe, did you ever get the chance to play this game? Yes, I did. This one was very underrated for me. Um, I think it deserves a little more praise than people give it a chance for. It is one of the first times, if not the first time, that they actually branched the franchise out to include another universe. The DC universe it is a great choice. For, for Mortal Kombat to go up against any comic book universe is great, but... To have it go against DC, I think, was a great choice, and I love the game. I, 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 like I said, I think it's very underrated these days with this game, and I think they should make another one. To be honest, hey, there you go. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, I can understand why fans were upset. Some of the Mortal Kombat purists were mad. I get that. I also understand the lack of violence and the lack of fatalities per se, um, were you know questionable, but. I thought the gameplay was fun. I thought the story itself was great. On top of that, this was the first Mortal Kombat game that actually gave us a legit story mode. Yes. It wasn't Mortal Kombat 9. It was Mortal Kombat versus DC gave us the first story mode, and it gave us two story modes, one for the MK side and one for the DC side. I really like that aspect. Another thing is there's some mechanics in the game I like. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't like the close range combat that they did in there. I did not like that. What I did love was some of the test your might stage transitions. Mm -hmm. I also like the fact that some of the, the free falling combat where when you knock somebody off like um off a cliff and you jump in and you guys and then you're punching them as they were falling. I like that mechanic. Yes. I kind of hope they bring that back if you want the honest. Yes. And the the other thing that people People have to realize if, if there are any Injustice fans out there. Yes, thank you. This was the game that made that game possible. Thank you. I'm Because I, I was going to mention that. But yes, so listen, without Mortal Kombat versus DC, you don't get Mortal Kombat story mode ever, and we don't get Injustice. Yes. So yes, I am I'm per, now question. Would you like to see a Mortal Kombat versus DC 2? Or would you like to see like a... A revamp like Mortal Kombat versus Injustice as like no continuity. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm I'm leaning towards the side of a MK versus DC two, just because we haven't had that format in a while, and it would be a nice, refreshing way to go about it, especially with the new graphics. And you should be able to. I mean, if it's 17 and older, that's fine. But I know with DC, they like kids to play it. That's why they took the fatalities out in the beginning. But you should have a choice. You yes. should be able to do it with or without the blood, gore, and all the devastation that comes with Mortal Kombat. I completely agree with you. That's very fair. Another thing, too, uh, one big negative, besides like the lack of violence that the game had, was kind of like a lack of roster. You only had 20 characters. The 20 characters sounds like a lot, but 10 were DC, 10 were Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I would love to see an MK versus DC or MK versus Injustice or whatever, but like with more DC characters, more Mortal Kombat characters. Yes, like, you could start with 20, but DLC is a must. Each. 
or even 30 of each. I mean, that'd yes. be pretty ambitious, but both sides have such a rich lore. Why not more characters and more moves and more backgrounds and more story? I'm I, I would be hard pressed to say you start with 10 of each. You can unlock up to 10 more of each. I don't want, I hate unlocking I'll see on top of it. I hate unlocking characters. I don't know about you. I hate unlocking characters personally. Yeah, well, it, it depends. I mean, if you go with nowadays, the way they market everything and you have to pay for everything, yeah, I hate it. But if you're actually unlocking it by furthering progress in the game, that's a different story. So at number nine, Mortal Kombat X, AKA Mortal Kombat 10, which was on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Listen, I understand like how popular this game was. In fact, I think this is like the highest selling Mortal Kombat game of all time, if I'm not mistaken, unless Mortal Kombat 11 took that place already. But I had my problems with this game personally, as great as it was. I'm very, I'm very mixed on this. Um, I, I do see where people go and get turned off by certain things. However, the guest characters, some of the best guest characters I've ever seen. Who this man? <laughs> <laughs> now, I like the guest characters. I'm sorry. Okay, Predator, okay. But come on, Leatherface and Jason felt so out of place. And so did Alien. I think Alien was just thrown in there because Predator was in there already. I'm not the biggest fan of guest characters. I think guest characters should kind of be, you know, they should be separate from what you put in there. They, I, I agree with you to where guest characters should come from the MK universe itself. But you, now that they've opened this world up to anything and you can put any guest character you want in the game, it opened up a whole new world for, you know, things you don't usually see. I believe that that should be in a separate portion of the game. Shouldn't be in the main game. You should be able to do an entire mini game with guest characters. I, I agree that, you know, it kinda, kinda throws the balance off a little bit, if you know what I mean. Plus the online mode kinda had its problems, not gonna lie. The story mode was good. But I thought Mortal Kombat 9 had a better story mode. On top of that, one of my biggest frustrations of the game was we did get Serena and Fujin in the story mode, but they weren't in the game. Yeah, I have gripes about that myself. When you implement characters in the story that you'd like to play as, and they never come to fruition. Yeah, not to mention uh, they weren't even mentioned later on in the story. So it was just kind of, I thought that was kind of messed up how they teased us like that. Um, on top of that, I'm sorry, I don't like the variation system. I don't. Yeah. I, I shouldn't be forced to pick and choose between what special moves I can keep and ones that I can't keep. And that's what really turned me off about the game. Don't get me wrong, it was fun playing with my friends. I, the story mode was still pretty engaging, but I had my problems with it. I just I understand it's like the most popular, most sold game, but as an old school fan, I just fell off a little bit. I, that's why I can't rank this game that high. Yeah, I, I think I think the biggest reason that it sold as good as it did is because they changed the format. And people wanted a format change from 9 to 10, and they got a format change. They didn't care what it was going to be. They just wanted it to change. And because it did, and it gave, it gave a good story. I'm not going to knock the story. I, one word to sum it up. Triborg. Oh. <laughs> that was I didn't like that. That was lazy. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Triborg. It, it may have been lazy, 
But everybody was clamoring to get those characters back, and they did bring them back in one way or another. So, I mean, they brought them back, they brought Tremor back, uh, they had guest characters. I mean, the game had what people wanted. Yeah, and I thought but the roster felt a little lacking, too. It was, it was a little lacking, but it did good enough for people to go, okay, it's better than what I had before, prior. Yeah. And I will appreciate one thing is I love the fact that they they did should knock justice in this game. I will say that right off the bat. No more, I'm a huge fan of Shinnok, but the, as as a villain. But let's just face it, the Mortal Kombat four, you know, he didn't seem so threatening. I mean, he was great in the story, but like gameplay wise, it was just he was very easy to beat in this. this yeah. And that. This game they gave him justice. Another thing I also appreciate in this game is. I do like the introduction of the next generation, like your Cassie Cage, your Jackie Briggs. I do like that. I also like the fact that the, that the char- other characters evolved, like Johnny Cage, Sonya, Liu Kang were all older. I appreciate yeah. the fact they did acknowledge the time jump and that the characters were older now. I appreciate that. Yes. Number eight. I'm going to go with the one that started it all. The original Mortal Kombat from 1992 from the arcades, also released on like every single game system at the time. I hold this game near and dear to my heart because I was there when it first came out. I'll never, I will never forget the experience. Uh, Joe, I was at, do you remember Hills? Roughly. Okay. So that was a department store that was up here in the Northeast, right? And I was probably like five, six years old, and we were, at, we were standing in line at the checkout lane. And then my mom's like, you know, oh, here, Jason, here, get a couple quarters at the, and get yourself at the gumball machine. Next to the gumball machine was the original Mortal Kombat arcade machine. And I'm watching these kids play it, and I was blown away, and I did see the fatality, and I'm just watching these kids play it. And then my mom comes by the girl, grab me after she was done at the checkout lane, and my mom was just shocked of what she saw and she's like this game is awful and this and i'm like mom this is the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life so yes (laughs) this game is near and dear in my heart i know graphically it probably doesn't hold up i mean i think the graphics look great because i can appreciate the digitized graphics and all the work that master Priscina, richard divisio and and ed Boone and and uh, john spice all all the effort that was put into that game even though it was supposed to be like a quick project but it turned out to be a phenomenon but Mm -hmm. the thing is i can appreciate what the what the first mortal kombat did that the other games haven't done ever since. Test your might. Okay, I love Test Your Might. Even though they did kind of bring it back in Mortal Kombat 9 and Mortal Kombat Deadly Lines, it wasn't the same. Yeah, it but wasn't. It was cool doing Test Your Might. On top of that, the one thing I can appreciate that we haven't seen ever since. Do you remember right before you fought Goro, you had to do the three endurance rounds? And the, the very yeah. last endurance round, you could hear Goro in the background. Ooh, boom, boom, boom. And like the screen would shake and you're like, oh my God, Goro's next. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you beat those endurance, then all of a sudden Goro just jumps in the middle of the match. Like they haven't done that ever since. So there's yeah. stuff to appreciate in Mortal Kombat 1 that I want to see them revisit. Joe, what do you got? And how do you feel about Mortal Kombat 1? How do you compare it to the other games? Well, uh, this one, uh, nostalgia alone, you know, puts this at a special place in my heart. However, it hasn't aged well. We know that. Um, there's a lot missing from it that has been implemented in newer games. However, like you said, there's a lot from this game that was never seen again. The original uh, appearance of Reptile, the the Goro 
thing that you mentioned, mirror matches. They were there was a big emphasis on mirror matches yeah. back in back in that game. Now they're just kind of like, oh, two people pick the same character. No, there's like no emphasis on it anymore the way it used to be. Nostalgia alone puts this higher a little higher on my list, but it still kind of fades towards the bottom because of how badly it's aged. So now at number seven, we're reaching the halfway point. At number seven, I have Mortal Kombat 4 and, and Mortal Kombat Gold. For those who don't know, Mortal Kombat Gold was kind of like the ultimate Mortal Kombat 4 where they added, added characters and backgrounds. So Mortal Kombat 4 was in the arcade and it was on PlayStation 1, Nintendo 64, and Mortal Kombat Gold was a Sega Dreamcast exclusive. I love Mortal Kombat 4. It was the jump from digitized actors to the mocap 3D. And the thing I loved about Mortal Kombat 4 was the music. It was fast paced. There were new characters I fell in love with. Fujin, Kai, Raiko, Rico, whatever you want to call them. I loved all these new characters. I loved the weapon combat. I loved throwing rocks at the characters. Like there was so much love. Again, I know that the graphics don't hold up, but the gameplay does. Joe, what do you got? This one I actually missed because I never actually owned a Dreamcast. Well, what, is, about, what about Mortal Kombat 4, though? Like, um, um, I actually I missed that game altogether. I don't know really? why. I don't know how I missed it, but I, I, I remember it coming out as um, gold and as 4, but I think I was, again, wrapped up in other things at the time. So yeah. there's not a lot that I know about the game other than you know, some of the characters like Fujin and stuff were added to it. Another thing that was cool too at the time was it was the first time we saw cinematic endings and cinematic storytelling. That was a first at the time for Mortal Kombat. So to see these characters fleshed out and again, I get it, the dialogue is cheesy. And of course you have the infamous uh, jerk jumping off the cliff there that people still laugh at to this day. But man, there. but to see these characters fleshed out like that especially between scorpions that's another thing this was the first time we found out that quan chi was the one that killed scorpion's family and it wasn't sub-zero like there was so much to appreciate in the storytelling and another thing i liked about this game was this was the first time that it felt like a war not like a tournament like the first two games was a tournament the third game was an invasion this was the first time that it felt like a war between raiden's forces and shinnok's forces and they emphasize on that and the storytelling and the cinematic storytelling, like it was, I loved it. And I was addicted. And every time I beat the game, I just want to play the other characters just to see what the, the, the ending was. Like to, to me, this was like this. And, and then also the shout out, this was the last game that John Tobias was involved with. And again, at the time I fell in love with the new characters. I'll agree with that wholeheartedly. At number six, Joe, you and I had the time of our lives playing this game. I'm talking about Mortal Kombat Deception, AKA Mortal Kombat 6, which was released on Xbox, PlayStation 2, and GameCube. My God, Joe, just go ahead. I'm just gonna let you take this one for a while. Oh, this, was, this is still one of my favorite ones. Uh, you got access to every single realm. That was, yeah. that was awesome. Uh, you had a range of all different types of characters, Hotaru, Havoc, that you've never seen before. Onaga, as a yes, new villain, was just great. Uh, that was never done before that, as far as I know. 
And uh, it's, it's just you you had all this range and freedom throughout the game playing like an RPG. And it was like the first time I'd, well, besides Shadow Monks, the first time I've ever had like an RPG style MK. And it's just great. I loved it. And yeah, yeah, when you bunch of yeah, the conquest mode where you play as Shujinko, which it, like I said, that it was such a rich lore and great storytelling. I was so addicted. Not to mention, do you remember you and I playing the game? Do you remember how we reacted when we found out that Noom Sabot was was the original Sub Zero? Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh my god! For those who don't know, that this was not common knowledge at the time. This was like a big reveal back in two thousand four when the game first came out. Like. There were so many plot twists in this game. And this game was such a huge step up from Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. On top of that, this by far was the best 3D era Mortal Kombat. From, from Mortal Kombat 4, Deadly Alliance, Deception, and Armageddon, by far Mortal Kombat Deception was by far the best one. Yes. And also, I love the dark rated zombie Liu Kang. Like, that was a character you had to unlock, and it was like a. Yeah. Like, like it was a, like a deep cut that you had to unlock. On top of that, all the characters had a fleshed out story. All They all had great endings. On top of that, to this day, I dare say, Mortal Kombat Deception has the best cinematic opening to this day, where Raiden is fighting off the Deadly Lion solo, and then Onaga coming. Oh, I'm yes. telling you, man. This game is near and dear to my heart. Yeah, it was loaded with content. It, I mean, it's almost never been done since. The amount of content that was in that game was just mind-blowing. On top of that, you could unlock, or I should say unlock, but the, the, the Deluxe Edition came with an arcade-perfect emulation of Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, and yeah, so much to appreciate. And another thing, one last thing before we move on. This game brought back a lot of fan favorites. We got Jade, Sindel, Nightwolf all returning. And, and at the time, they were away. Like, they, they, it was like they were gone for like a long time. And the fact that they came back was a damn good feel. That's one thing I could always appreciate Mortal Kombat as a franchise is that they take break from characters and they know when to bring them back. Yeah, they have really good timing with it. At number five, I have Mortal Kombat 11, the newest game. Joe, go ahead. Okay, for me... This one is actually pretty much number two on my list. Okay. I, I, I love all the visual effects. Uh, the fatalities are the most devastating fatalities I've seen in Immortal Kombat yet. And the time travel element to it is, it was an, it was an awesome touch. Not, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna spoil it for anybody that hasn't played it, but it is, has been out for a while. The good ending that you get from it with you know kung lao and you don't know whether or not it's actually kung lao or if it's the great kung lao that they're talking about but it's just i got the impression it was the great kung lao i i think it was too uh, and it, it almost leads into like a almost like a remake or a sequel to shallow which, which i which i think would be great to have another shallow monks type um, just branch off from that game we'll get to that <laughs> So here's the thing. I really do love this game, but I can't rank it above the ones that we're going to mention after this. But there's so much to appreciate here. One, the return. Not only that we got the return of uh, Kerry Tagawa as Shang Tsung, but if you spent the extra six bucks, you could also get 
Christopher Lambert's Raiden, Lyndon Ashby's Johnny Cage, and Bridget Wilson's Sonya, which was great. Having those skins and those voices in there, I just, I just a little bit demoralized that we didn't get Robin Shu back as Liu Kang. I do love. I feel like the, the the gameplay mechanics were better in this game, and I was head over heels that they brought back Fujin, even though you had to pay money. But the fact that they brought Fujin back, who's one of my all-time favorite characters, and again, now that we had the main story, but the aftermath story was all great. But I do have my problems with the game again. The variation system I'm not a fan of. Two, the towers can be a little... Uh, a little wonky, yeah. Yes, on top of that, like, I hate the fact that we have to unlock all the skins and unlock... That's the problem. It's unlocking all the stuff take, is, is a grind, and I just... That's what really... That's why I can't rank this game as high as I want it to. Is yeah. Because I don't like the fact that you got, you got paid for certain stuff, and things are only unlockable for a certain amount of time. That's really my main gripe with it. But other yeah. than that, as far as like the story mode was a lot of fun. The gameplay, like I said, the gameplay mechanics weren't the best, but I still liked it enough. But I just can't rank this towards something. But I will say is visually, it's definitely the most impressive Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. And I do appreciate, like I said, the fact that it brought a lot of callbacks. And I do have my problem with some of the guest characters. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I do like that... Uh... Like you said, they had like the aftermath and stuff. It almost felt like this game was released about four or five times before it was finished. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, like like you said with the guest characters, not the greatest. They were good. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I do like you know but Terminator, Robocop. Rambo they, makes no sense. I'm sorry. Rambo does make no sense. I'll agree with you. There. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I believe Terminator, the I can. They, the only reason they did Rambo, I'll tell you right now, is because of the. Arnold versus Sly, yeah, rivalry. That's literally the only reason he's. And in it was cool that Stallone did, like they did use Stallone's voice, but they didn't use Arnold's voice, and you can, yeah. you can tell. You can um, tell. And I yeah. thought RoboCop was a little out of place, even though it was a little bit. Peter, like I said, Terminator, I can kind of suspend my belief a little bit because of the time travel aspect. Now Spawn, I felt fit fits in pretty good. Yeah, I I almost figure that now with the guest characters. If they come up with one idea, it's almost like they have to come up with a rival for it. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much why they did like Predator and Alien, uh, RoboCop and Terminator. Yeah, stuff like that. They're they're always looking for a rivalry. Uh, they don't just organically do it the way they do with the MK characters. And I also, or I'll wrap this up by saying this is that the, the the other problem I have with the game is that there's so many damn guest characters. Like they could have brought back more. I mean, yes. I'm happy they brought back Fuji, but they could have brought more characters. We could have got Serena back. We could have got like uh, Havoc back. Like, there's so many other characters. Even just Airmac, a reptile. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Good point. So, so that's why I said that's why I can't rank the game at the top as much as I almost want to because of how impressive it is yeah. as as a game. But I I just can't. At number four, Joe. I almost wanted to put this game number one because the, all the fun that I had playing this game, but at the end of the day, it's number four, and that is Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks, which was on PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Man, oh man, oh man, do we have history with this game, don't we, Joe? Oh, yes. Lots of hours of fun with this one. This was the first Mortal Kombat game with a co-op element to it. Yes. Uh, you you can best actually go spin off hands down. The best spinoff that we ever gotten. 
and listen. Great writing, great you characters. Know? Like, there's really nothing bad I can say about this game almost at all, really. Well, the dialogue. Honest. Some of the dialogue. Some of the dialogue, yeah. Remember the, the, the where Bronca stabs that monk in the face and he's like, are you okay? And, yeah. and of course, like, <laughs> like Katana and Jade Molina had weird dialogue too. They made Johnny Cage a little goofy, but at the end of the day, this is by far probably the most fun Mortal Kombat game, even though it's not a Mortal Kombat game per se. It's more like a Ninja Gaiden game, but with Mortal Kombat characters. You know, yeah. it's a bit of an RPG, but my God, was it so fun. This game needs a remake. It I needs either a remake or a sequel. Hands down, it needs something. At least a remake. Just just an HD remake, please. NetherRealm, if you're listening, please. Another, an HD remake. I'm dying to play this game again because my PlayStation, I don't have a PlayStation anymore. I would love to play this game again with, with on, my, on my 4K screen. It's just nonstop fun from the jump. I used to love playing this Kung Lao, and you were my Liu Kang. And we conquered this game. We had so much fun with the co-op element to it. And the boss fights. Those yeah. goddamn boss fights. And the greatest moment in the game, hands down, was when you beat Scorpion. And you throw Scorpion into the lava. And then you get the Terminator 2. You get the Terminator thumbs up, yes. <laughs> they did that on purpose. I don't care what anybody Always, for they sure they did. They did that on purpose. And we were all in on the joke. What what more is there to say about this game? The fact that we got to explore those outworld backgrounds from Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. The fact that we got to explore like Goro's lair, the pit, the armory, like the tower, like there is so much love. This game was such was, was true to the franchise and I just loved every I never got bored with this game. I loved every single moment, every single boss, every single level. I love everything about this game, and even like the, uh, the fight. I mean, although although eleven does kind of delve into a little bit of the backgrounds and stuff, and you can maneuver through them. Yeah, you can't have the same experience with being able to fight off enemies in them. It's it's very lackluster. You you see the you see the backgrounds. You're like, I just want more. You know? Yeah. Like I would love to see that scrapped fire and ice sequel that we were supposed to get. I, I really don't understand like why they got away from this game. Like this game, it, it sold pretty well. It was a hit. The fans still love it. The fans are demanding it. Like, this, oh my god, this was like this was like pinnacle like like PlayStation Two era of gaming. Like this game was again it's damn near perfect with with the dialogue and maybe the. Maybe the story took some uh, a few liberties here and there because it wasn't like canon. It also depends on what companies were involved. Because yeah. if there's companies that were involved that aren't involved anymore, kind of gives you a little bit of red tape. But yeah, nothing they can't get around. You know, I mean, yeah. even if they wanted, uh, you know, the you know Blue Point Games, they remake everything. Yeah. Even if you wanted to put it in their hands just to touch it up a bit, would be enough for me. You know, okay, I, I got one request. If they do bring this back HD remake. If we could have online co-op, man, just just imagine the possibilities where they go. Yeah. Just bring this game back. So I'm telling you, for those who never played it, play it. Play it. I get You'll it. You'll see what we're talking about after you play it. Listen, if you can get past the graphics because they don't really hold up too well, I'm telling you, the gameplay is fun. For these young dudes who've never played it, you need to go back. If you can order yourself a vintage PlayStation 2 or Xbox, 
get this. Game if you have a PC, right. get it on emulation. Just get it. Well, One way or another, get it. We can get HD remake. It needs to happen. Bottom line. All right. At number three, with no pun intended, Mortal Kombat 3, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, and Mortal Kombat Trilogy, I have ranked at number three. <laughs> this is my all time favorite MK game of all. It's just, it's, it's the best in my view. This is number one for me. There we go. Uh, has, this is how high we both have this game ranked. I actually have the uh, Mortal Kombat 1-Up arcade machine when it had Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. I also have the Midway Arcade Treasures, which had regular Mortal Kombat 3 arcade. Uh, this was released in arcades. It was released on Sega and Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1, uh, Sega Saturn, and Mortal Kombat Trilogy was uh, in the Nintendo 64 and PlayStation. So Yes, I had the Trilogy one on PlayStation. And yeah, so let me tell you, I miss playing that game. I miss yes. it. I it mean, had the best core character roster I've ever seen. And yeah. to this day, they still make spinoffs on PC just based on that engine alone. Yep. Though, yeah, those Mortal Kombat Mugens and whatever. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think what, what did it for me... I mean, I don't care what version, whether it's more. Listen, I'm not. I wasn't the ones that were bitching about Mortal Kombat three. I know people bitch about more regular Mortal Kombat three because of the lack of Scorpion and this, this, and that. I still like Mortal Kombat three. Ultimate, they're all good. They're all good, in my yeah. opinion. What does it for me is I love the dial of combo system and that lightning fast gameplay. Yes, I loved it. The engine was the great. Best. The roster was great. Yes, and. The fact that you had fatalities, babalities, brutalities, friendships, every single type of thing that you could have for a finisher is in there. Reality was out the door at this point. Exactly, yes. Over the top. And not to mention, those graphics, was it was basically They like, still hold up today. Yes! They still hold up today. It was the digitized graphics. It was pretty much the last time we, oh, the other than Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero, this was pretty much like the last time we saw of the digitized actors, but they never looked better. It was crisp, it was fresh, still holds up. I mean, I really loved Mortal Kombat 3. I know some people don't, I do. Again, now I will say the fatalities the, and the finishing moves were kind of lazy, but the gameplay was goddamn fun. The secrets were still there. The fact that before, before every like, two-player mode you can punch in the codes to you know like disable blocking and stuff like yeah. that there's a lot to appreciate there's so much replayability with it like yeah. you can just you can play it all day and not get bored hell yeah you, know? you could play one player mode and do all the different towers at different difficulties you could grab a friend and play if you had the xbox version you could play online like there's so much greatness to Mortal Kombat 3. Whatever, doesn't matter what version, trilogy, ultimate, or regular. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mortal Kombat 3 was a was a step forward, a leap forward. On top of that, when this came out, this felt like I mean, I mean, other than right now. It was ahead of its time for sure. Not just that, but it, this was like Mortal Kombat at its peak of popularity. Like at the time, we had the live tour, we had the movie, we had the cartoon, uh, the TV show was on the horizon, like this was peak Mortal Kombat, like on every level in, in pop culture. Before this boom that we got recently, this was peak 90s Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was yeah. everywhere. This is the quintessential Mortal Kombat game, for Absolutely. sure. And you know what? I like the, some of the unpopular characters. I, li I like Striker. I yeah, like Striker is the only time you ever get any type of, you know, humanized police character. Yeah. You know? And it's just... 
it, it, it makes you feel like, you know, like you could do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And this there, was the so first you're time, saying there's a chance. <laughs> this was also the first time we saw Jax with the metal arms. To me, Kerry Hoskins was like, to me, was the definitive Sonya. We got. You had all three robots in there. Yes! Had the robots. Cyrax, Sector, and Smoke. The unmanned smoke. Sonya. I think he had the alternate looks of each character, too. Yeah, you can play human or cyborg. That's what I love. I love the cyborg ninjas. I love the unmasked Sub Zero. I, I really do love the fact that the story took leaps and bounds forward. This was the first time where it wasn't like a tournament. It was like a like an invasion, and like there was so much story and plot twists here. With you know, with uh, with Sindel being resurrected, Shao Kahn invading Earth, uh, Raiden was hiding because the Outworld gods have taken over. Like there's so much there. Uh, yeah, the they conflict. expanded the story tenfold with this game. Katana sure. was like, was like kind of like a wanted fugitive from Shao Kahn. Like, there's so much great story elements there. If you read all the storyboards and you played all the endings, like, this was peak storytelling. Like, it was just amazing how much storytelling was in there for at the time. Like, this, we didn't have cinematics at the time. We didn't have story. Yeah, like, this told so much goddamn stories. The only thing that was missing, honest to God. Can you imagine how much better this game would have been if Master Pristina was still involved in the franchise? How much yeah, better yeah. it would have been? And how much better like some of the moves in the in the fatalities would have been if Master Pristina was still with with them? Yeah. Why I can't put this at the top. But it's still one of the best Mortal Kombat games ever made, and it's probably aged the best, truth be told. At number two, I have ranked. Mortal Kombat 9, a.k.a. Mortal Kombat 2011. Excuse my uh, Xbox version here. My uh, dog at the time chewed it up, so I had to get another case for it. But yes, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 9 is my second favorite Mortal Kombat game. Joe, what do you got? This, I I, I actually didn't play this until recently. Really? And I, I do like it. The controls are good. Uh, they're good. They're really good. However, I'm more of a mash kind of guy <laughs> whereas you are. if you don't know the combos you ain't getting a move out that's just the way it is with this game I which the game it, it's a gripe on you know and it's my opinion it's a, it's just a gripe on me but the game itself it's unsurpassed i mean it's it's great i like it i, I like it a lot putting freddy in there was kind of yeah I, I like i personally like it I can see why people would be kind of thrown off and scratching their head about it, but overall, game's great. I can't say a bad word about it, really. Listen, this game leaned on nostalgia hard. Now, listen, I did have a problem. Listen, as great as the story mode was, it was peak story mode, but I did have a problem with some of the, char the character changes they made and how some of the other, like how Scorpion was portrayed, how Katana was portrayed, and how even how Raiden was portrayed, I had problems with. But where this game I actually loved was it had all of the core Mortal Kombat characters from the first three games. On top of that, the combo system. Now, I disagree with you, Joe. I love the combo system because it was a, it was a perfect mesh between Mortal Kombat 2 and Mortal Kombat 3. It felt like a good... It had, like, the, the, the jugglers of Mortal Kombat 2, but had kind of like a dial combo thing of Mortal Kombat 3 meshed together pretty well. But where this game, I think, peaks... And it's a damn shame they never brought it back. I, first and foremost, I love the Challenge Tower. The Challenge Tower was hella fun. And it's very replayable. But this game gave us the best tag team mode 
ever. And I almost have this on par with like Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Like that's how good this tag team mode is. And it's a damn shame they have not brought back tag team mode ever since. Playing tag team mode was so much fun. The only friggin' problem with it is that you couldn't do tag team co-op. That's what was a huge gut punch. But yeah. everything else was so much fun. Again, the gameplay was was perfection. The game was very polished. The backgrounds looked great. All the fatalities looked great. It was, oh my god. And what this did for the franchise as NetherRealm's first game, the way it, it basically revived Mortal Kombat. And then, of course, we got the web series and then the movies on the way. What this did for the franchise, it was a shot in the arm that the franchise needed. Again, I had my problems with it storytelling-wise and how some of the characters are portrayed. But man, is it fun. I just love how it's just the gameplay is just perfection. And tag team mode is just so much fun. I just wish it could have been with play, with a co-op. And playing it online with a friend was always goddamn fun. Yeah, I, d- I definitely have to go back and play it again. <laughs> and the retelling of the first three games was, 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 I like how they retold the, the first three games the way they did. And of course, the time traveling element was there. And, and of course, we got a whole new timeline. Like, this gave birth to a new timeline. Yeah. And there's so much to appreciate about this game. I feel like between Mortal Kombat 2011, Mortal Kombat X, and Mortal Kombat 11, I'm sorry, I gotta rank this the best one. I know I'm in the minority here, but to me, this is uh, peak Mortal Kombat gameplay, and it still holds up pretty good, and it still feels pretty smooth to me. Finally, Joe, we are here for the number one Mortal Kombat game of all time. Mortal Kombat 2 is the best Mortal Kombat game of all time. Fight me. Joe, what do you got? Out of, out of the originals, I'll give you that. It's... I. I... I have a lot of nostalgia with this game, and it still has the original cast. It's just, it's it's great on every level. I have to put Trilogy above it, but that's just my preference. Uh, it, like I said, out of the originals, probably tops everything. Listen, Mortal Kombat 2. If you want to talk about a significant jump, Mortal Kombat 1 to Mortal Kombat 2 was the most impressive jump to any sequel to any video game. What Mortal Kombat 1 did, Mortal Kombat 2, I think doubled and more. Better graphics, better violence, more fatalities, better fatalities, friendships, babalities, better backgrounds, better story, better characters. Even like the characters from the first game were better in this one and they looked better. Everything about this was better. And the amount of care that put was put into this game, from the loomy backgrounds to the fantastic music, to the 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 fight the fight moves from Master Persina and, and that and that colorful cast that uh, portrayed these characters, I felt like we haven't gotten it again ever since. This is Mortal Kombat at its peak. Everything about this game, it's just peaks right here. I get it that Mortal Kombat 11 and some of these other games have more to offer, but to me, the amount of care that was put into this game and how it looks and how it still holds today, and and some of these fatalities still give me the chills, they still look great. And just hearing that voice, Shao Kahn's voice in that game is so menacing. And then the first time we got Kintaro, 
And the fact that not only that we got in Mortal Kombat 1, we had one hidden character where in this game we have three hidden characters. Like, and of course we had much better background fatalities. Oh my god. This was a huge evolution leap forward for the franchise. I just this is I agree. Really I agree. The best. I cannot put any game above it. Call it nostalgia, call it what you want. It's by far the best. Right if you play the uh arcade mode on here or on the one-up arcade machine or or if you want to play on the game system on more comment 2 on sega genesis on super nintendo on saturn sega 32x this game was like available everywhere at the time but the arcade version was the best hands down i love everything about this game i love all the characters i love all the story everything there is not one thing wrong with this game this is like the perfect fighting game i'll give you that uh the, <laughs> the only thing that i that i have that puts trilogy higher is bigger roster and the more types of finishers that's pretty much the only two things that puts trilogy above two fair enough i just trust me i you with these last few games between shallow monks mk3 you know, like you could argue but for me mortal kombat 2 will be the best again Shout out to like Ad Boon, John Tobias, Master Priscilla, Anthony Marquez, everyone who's involved in this game made it what it is and what and what it is today. And again, I just felt like we haven't got that same feeling ever since. Maybe Mortal Kombat 12 can, you know, prove me wrong, but as of right now, Mortal Kombat 2 will always stand the test of time. If you could bring anything back yes. from from one of the other games to a new Mortal Kombat, what would it be? Oh man, you had asked me that question. Threw me a goddamn curveball. I think it's time to bring back animalities. Um, is, is I know some people have a problem with animalities, but I kind of want to see how they can be done again. And if I had it my way, I know it will never happen. But man, if we can get the original roster back, even if they're like, if Master Priscilla can come back and fine tune some of the, the moves and the ideas, Maybe some of the ideas that Master Persina had that was never realized. That'd be mm. another thing I'd love to bring. I don't think it will ever happen, but if it does, that would be quite the spectacle. Not to mention, if they can bring back Kerry Tagawa and Christopher Lambert, why not back? Yeah, they should have no problem bringing back the original cast. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see all the original cast come back in some capacity just so they can have some kind of input in it on the franchise. That would be my wish. And again, if you're talking gameplay, I, I do miss like the Mortal Kombat 3 style combos, the animalities, but the amount of care and detail that Mortal Kombat 2 did, I feel like none of the other games have delved in ever since. You know what I was thinking? Harakiris. <laughs> oh, good one. Wow. I would love to see Harakiris. My God, thank you for mentioning that. That's another yes. one. Yes. <laughs> Harakiris, animalities, the original roster, bring them back some way, somehow, another round, please make it happen. And again, Bring us back shower books. So, Same. Joe, before we call the night here, uh, we were, we we're that much closer to the Mortal Kombat movie. What are your thoughts on the Mortal Kombat movie before we uh, get to Oh, the boy, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I've From what I've seen in it, it just keeps getting better in my view. I know some people are a little salty towards it because it wasn't what they, where they thought it was going to be. <laughs> but give it a chance because it ain't over yet. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure 
it's it's going to be good. It's it's going to be good, and there's definitely going to be room for sequels. So that's what I was going to say. This is going to be. I feel, I'm hoping this is going to give birth to like the Mortal Kombat extended cinematic universe. I really, yes. I in my heart of heart feels it will. I have a feeling. Joe, what do you want for the future of Mortal Kombat games? Mm, like I said, I want I I would love to see Mortal Kombat 11 morph into a new Shaolin monk somehow. Yeah. On top of that. I know they've said that this is going to be the last for a while. I'm hoping they're wrong. (laughs) Because there is so many different directions that you could take with with Mortal Kombat. I mean, you have the DC Universe in there. You have all the old MKs you could bring stuff back from. You have deception stuff. You have untold stories of deaths and all different types of stuff that you can put in there that you can make an entire game just on stuff we're missing from the storyline. Yeah. You know, I mean... There's a lot you can do with it. And to see it just stop would be very disappointing. You know what? And one thing I want to say here, too, before we wrap this up, Joe, is that you and I, we're in our mid-30s now. Just the fact that we were kind of there from the beginning, we got to yeah. see this franchise like be born and then grow into this phenomenon. And you and I are probably saying that we were there from the beginning. We weren't, you know, we're not like younger kids like, oh, wow, this is a cool game. No, we were there from the beginning. Yeah. And I just have a feeling that the games and whatever, I think will still be here when you and I are both gone. I just have a yeah. feeling that Mortal Kombat's that important, not only to video game history, but to pop culture in general. And the fact that it's become as big as it has just brings a smile to my face. And the fact that I that we've got to rub elbows with like Master Pacino and Anthony Marquez and everybody else and like t- delve into it. It's like the greatest feeling in the world. It's, it's like yeah. it's just like hanging out with my childhood heroes, you know. And we cannot wait to have them back on our show. We cannot wait to do the Mortal Kombat reboot watch party, which is coming up on the 29th of April. We really hope everybody can be there for that. Yeah. And again, we hope that other Mortal Kombat actors and actresses can come come on Nerd Cage Live. I'm, I'm calling them out right now, from Richard Divizio to Kerry Hoskins, Christopher Lambert, anyone who's ever been involved, even John Tobias. We would love to have you on the show. It's just, it's my wish list. I want to hear like everybody's point of view from the making of the game, making of the movies, etc. Louis Tan, he's probably going to blow up, but we would love to have him on the show. Absolutely. Like anyone who's ever been involved in Warcraft one way or another, we would just love to have on the show. And again, it's coming from a diehard fan. The fact that I'm able to do this with you, Joe, and everybody else, Nerd Cage Nation and Mark who's definitely set this in motion. Mark was the one that set these, you know, they'll set things up with Master Persino. Like the fact that, that I get to do it with you guys, it's just been, what a ride it's been on Nerd Cage Live, man. And oh, Joe, it's been a journey for sure. Joe, <laughs> thanks for all you do on the show. You, you're you the official troll hammer, the moderator. This was an absolute blast doing this video with you. We cannot wait to have you in more videos for sure, man. I hope- I feel know. privileged to be your Shao Kahn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we want to have you. We want to have you more. All right. That being said, we ask you to pretty please like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread it like syphilis. Spread it like Shadow Cards Outworld Empire. So you are safe from Syracuse, New York, and to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live. Enjoy life. Stay safe. And good night. Peace out. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. 
Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerdcage Live!